In a world full of film and TV news. This just in. Breaking news for you now. I've got to interrupt you here. We have some breaking news. Some breaking news. To another story that is breaking overnight. Three men have joined forces to bring you the Hello and welcome to the Weekly Cut Podcast, your number one place that brings you the latest and greatest in news and TV and film. I'm your host Brad and this is co-host Mr. Sniffles today. I am Mr. Sniffles, yeah. <laughs> is it is it because I said it when I just walked in, is it because you're back up London now working? Yeah, London's a disgusting place. I swear you was ill about two weeks ago. Yeah, all our American listeners, you might think London's wonderful, it is in places, but it's disgusting. I've been working for two weeks solid. And I'm ill. I would love... You've been in New York. What is the... What's the worst tube station in London compared to uh, Subway in New York? Worst tube... Uh, is it, uh, is it as, as bad or is, like, the Circle Line in London worse than, like, the, I don't know, the Subway to Bronx? Yeah, Circle Line is grotty. <laughs> Absolute yeah. grotty. Uh, anyway, he, he's got a power through. If he coughs, don't have a go at him. Yeah, leave me alone. Or tweet him, it'll be funny. Um, right, if you're a fan of the show or just a nice person in a world full of bad, then please leave us a podcast app review. It really, really, really does help us out and leave your name so we can come say hi. Follow us on Twitter at Weekly Cut to keep yourself up to date. And Mark Hamill just liked one of our tweets, so yeah. be more like Mark. We're big boys. <laughs> uh, here's what made the cut this week. Fast X has now driven into theatres, so we discuss how good, bad, and or furious it made us. Yeah. Uh, we get we got some big trailers such as Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part 1, Extraction 2 starring Chris Hemsworth, The Creator, Rogue One, Gareth Edwards director. We're talking more about that because that was a shock. Yeah. And even Scorsese's new Killers of the Flower Moon movie, which I think has caught your eye. It's got me. <laughs> yeah. We'll get into it, but for now, it's news, news, news. Okay, so before we get into the the news, 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 just up top because it broke literally about an hour ago. Um, the sad, sad, terrible news that Ray Stevenson has passed away at the age of fifty eight. Um, it's one of them ones, just an, an utter shock. Uh, he was at Star Wars Celebration a month ago. Looks very healthy. Yeah. Um, and it's just terrible. Yeah, he is terrible. Really sad. Obviously, he's um portrayed two Marvel characters in um. Frank Castle in The Punisher. Fucking Punisher love, Warzone, love that fucking movie. It's so gory, but I love it. Yeah, and uh, Volstagg in Thor, which I completely Be- forgot. Yeah. Completely forgot. It's a shame they didn't do more with Volstagg. Yeah. It really is a shame. He gets killed off in uh, Ragnarok really quickly by Hela. It's such a shame, yeah. but brilliant. And also with other films such as Book of Eli, Triple uh, R or RR, the other guys in King Arthur. So he's a... It's a big, big hit. You're a big fan of the other guys. I am. Do you remember the, he's the Australian bodyguard, isn't he? Oh, yeah. That he's always like, he's always just really robotic and he's yeah. so, so funny. He's just, yeah, he's, he's just brilliant. Um, absolutely love him. Uh, not, not really sure to say. It's just a bit of a shock and it's so, so sad. Um, mm. Ashoka, Ashoka sort of comes out, I think it's in August. Or around that time, I think I'm thinking 21st of August, for some reason. Um, but really, really sad. He's the villain in that, so we're going to see him again on the screens. Yeah. Uh, it's going to hit a little differently now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we love you, Ray. Such a shame. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Right. Let's start with some Marvel. It was announced last week. Now, this was a shock. They had their Disney up front. Loki Season 2 releases on October 6th. With its usual weekly release. You look yeah. very serious, Connor. Yeah, you look I don't know very, I'm sitting like this. You're yeah. scaring me. <laughs> uh, he sat forward with his legs crossed and then he touched hands in the middle. <laughs> uh, right. Now, okay, so first of all, that's good. We're big fans of Loki here. Yep, love it. Um, Majors, though, he's obviously a big part in this. Oh, yeah. um, and that comes out, obviously, October. He's, I think his last court date is in a few weeks in June. So Ooh. either he's, we're going to have a convicted villain. Uh, Villain, felon, sorry, yeah. a convicted felon appearing in that show, um, or he isn't, and he might be off of it. I don't know, but yeah, major issues, major issues, major correct. issues. Yeah, that is a that's sticky. <laughs> I think they've got to just run with it. Yeah, uh, it's in my box of scraps, but I'll probably just mention it up top. I don't know if you saw this week as well. Jeff Loveness, who's writing Kang Dynasty, has left the project. Oh, um, I don't think that movie's getting made. I li- no, I think they might be reworking then their phase. I think they probably have to. Do you do you think? Would you care as a fan? Well, I know you're not very happy with Marvel at the minute. Is, is that correct? First of all, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. If you've been listening to Connor on the podcast, <laughs> I think everyone's probably gone. Yeah, he's not happy. Um. So, I would you care if they just sort of brushed it under the carpet and just went a different direction? Because we've only seen him 
in obviously we'll be seeing him in Loki too, but we've only seen him in uh, a little tiny, tiny bit in Loki, but he wasn't even Kang in that. Yeah. And then we've seen him in uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, which everyone wants to forget about anyway. <laughs> yeah. I think just keep him as an Ant-Man villain. And then just go off in a different direction. Dr. Doom. I don't know. Yeah. This is the perfect time now to bring that like, Dr. Doom with yeah. someone in. And then you can fantastic for yes. do whatever you want. But just, yeah, just leave Kang in the bin because potential. Yeah. But, Poopy. Unfortunately, it's yeah. poopy. Um, yeah, I'd love to be a fly on the wall in there uh, for Kevin Feige. Right in rooms now. <sighs> Absolute paddock stations. Uh, but following on from that, that's some good news anyway. We're, we're looking forward to Loki Season 2. Uh, now, Connor, just your instant reaction to this news, because I think this will surprise you. Um, Echo, mm. um, starring Alaka Cox, sorry, who we met in Hawkeye. Um, that series is dropping on November 29th uh, all at once. Ooh. First time Disney Plus have done this in my uh, in the short history, in my recollection anyway. Um, now, there's rumours saying that can only spell bad things yeah. because Marvel don't want it every week to be brought up. Oh, that was bad. That's true, yeah. I mean, it's a good thing for me because it means I can not watch it all at once. <laughs> so, yeah. that's fine. Okay. Now, I think that is uh, that spells trouble. But it's got... Um, Charlie Cox in it, isn't it? Yeah, and and Vincent D'Onofrio. But how much? I don't. I, I I know they've been touted to have a you know a big role in it. I I don't know, but yeah, I think they they can't. Marvel can't really take any more hits. <laughs> so if this comes out and shit every week, they're going to get battered again. Yeah. So you think damage limitation? They're yeah, looking at it. I think so. Oh God, Marvel! It's a shame. It is a shame. Just just do a Batgirl on it. If you yeah. if you've not got faith in what you've produced, tax write it off then. Yeah. I know that sounds really harsh because people were fuming about Batgirl, but again, like you just said perfectly, we can't take many more hits. We're in the corner, Marvel, yeah, and we're yeah. taking big swings at the minute. Yeah. We're producing some little Guardians has brought us some time. Yeah, we're, we're up a bit. <laughs> we're raised a bit. Yeah. But we don't want to get hit with some big shit again. So um, let's see what happens with that, but it's a very, very strange look. Right now, before we get onto those massive, massive trailers, mm. Captain America 4, New World Order. Yeah. Looking forward to it. I am looking forward to it, yeah. Big Sam Wilson's back. Um, do you know, obviously, you're not a wrestling fan. No. Do you know Seth Rollins is? I do know who he is. Yeah, he's I think big, he's a big guy. Big boy in the game. Yeah, yeah, big boy yeah. in the game, yeah. yeah. Uh, WWE are not happy about this. I'll get into that in a second. Oh. Uh, anyway, set photos have been released uh, as it's currently filming. And it's confirmed that WWE superstar Seth Rollins has joined the cast. Yeah. He'll be playing, I'm not sure what exact character, but he'll be playing one of the Serpent Society, which is sort of like a group. Um, of villainous people, which I'm sure Captain America will palm off in the first hour of the movie. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, he looks good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I say good for him. So what we think of WWE, we all forget they are actors. Yes. And he's I'd, brilliant on the mic. Yeah. Yeah. And so was The Rock. Yeah. So was John Cena. Outstanding. So if he is as well, perfect. I I don't mind wrestlers coming over because I think wrestling and then step into Hollywood. That's the the path. Yes. I think. Yes. So I hope he does well. And also, it's a different. <laughs> They're all. I mean, I know Dave Bautista is probably the best actor out yeah. of the three. Um, John Cena, Dave Bautista, and The Rock. But they're all just big fucking guys. Yeah, big boys. So Seth Rollins a little bit different. A bit more of a looker, long hair, etc. Yeah, and he's. I would probably say he. I reckon he could be a bit more charismatic than yeah. the others in a lot of roles. I'm not saying better actor, but I think he might work for this. Anyway, I'm hearing the WWE are not happy because he's obviously a big player in the game. Yeah, in WWE, and obviously he can't. He can't sort of rehearse for big stories and stuff like that because he's a major hill I think I think he's a baddie um, I could be wrong but but yeah it's just uh, they're not happy but good for him as Connor said yeah he's got to look after himself <laughs> he's got, sorry Vince yeah sorry bro Suck it. Uh, and then now just before we move on Sam Wilson is getting a new suit you saw it online yeah. what do you make of that I think I preferred the old one it's, obviously we ain't got a proper look yet but I think I'm with you yeah I think, but it's like um, I saw uh, Ms. Marvel's new suit as well compared to the old one. Oh, yeah. That looks shit and all. Yeah, just stop changing Proper it. Proper shit. Yeah. Uh, why? I don't know why they're changing it, especially this one, like Connor said. That was probably one of the best and only good things out of the yeah. series. In our opinion, we wasn't massive fans of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, but it looked good. It did look good, yeah. And it differentiates between him and Steve Rogers. Yeah, that's true. And that is another, key. That is key. Yeah. And like many, we're not comic readers, but it's very comic accurate. So I, I don't understand the 180 turn here. It's like Marvel do something right and then go, let's fuck this up somehow. Somehow, let's mess this up. Uh, absolutely right. Um, again, it might look great. We've not seen it. We saw like a top half thing. Um, there's obviously a new Falcon as well. The Ramir- Danny Ramirez, the actor playing him, 
Um, he's got a new suit as well. So it's all coming out from Captain America 4, but it's, it's a big movie, like we've mentioned before. It's a lot of Hulk people returning, you know, Harrison yeah. Ford, remember, and stuff like that. It's about uh, flying under the radar. It though, is, yeah. It? I don't know if it's because it's deep in filming and we, we're um, focused on other things like Guardians are just gone, but really excited for this one. Yeah. Right, I think it's time to hit up trailers. Here we go. Right, let's get the nice, easy, punchy, punchy one out of the way. Yep. Extraction 2, big fan. Big fan. Big fan. Yeah. This is um, action-packed. Action-packed. Uh, there is a 21-minute one in this. Is there? I I don't know if that is. I'm pretty sure I read that's maybe the longest. Yeah. And I think yeah. it's the prison scene that we've seen in, in the, the trailer so far where he's uh, getting someone out of that prison. Oh, and yeah. And he gets on fire and starts punching people. God, that is a... 21-minute one action. Much the one person fucks it up. It, legit, yeah. I'm fuming. Uh, sounds brilliant. Uh, did you see the bit of the trailer where the guy, the stuntman, trick hits the treadmill, <laughs> then spins oh, yeah. back through the glass? Yeah. Um, I mean, they deserve more more <laughs> money. I think uh, stunt people. But yeah, it looks good, doesn't it? I'm all for it. Yeah. Cannot wait. June sixteenth on uh, Netflix. Brilliant. Chris Hemsworth looks like he's going all in and committed. Just a bit like Keanu Reeves. Yeah. And John Wick type. And do you know what that day, that is, get back from Vegas Friday, <laughs> half dead, pop extraction two. <laughs> exactly on. that. Perfect. Uh, we do, as Connor just said, we're away from my stag do uh, on that week from the 7th to the 15th. So on that 16th, not only have we got the flash yeah. coming out in cinemas, we have got that to get to. Uh, so big weekend. Right. Now on to one of our most anticipated movies of the latter end of 2023. Mm. Mission Impossible 7, Dead Reckoning Part yeah. 1. And now we're going to sing the thing tune for 11 minutes. Uh, no, <laughs> yeah. Con, straight to you. What do you think? The music. <laughs> I, you just said the I knew tune. you was going to say that. The music immediately makes you smile from ear to ear. Mm. It just it just looks brilliant. Exactly what you want from Mission Impossible film. That's what you get. <laughs> exactly. Yep. They really have provided. Uh, cannot wait. Uh, just thought I'd mention a couple of names because you might have seen that villain and thought, hang on a minute, I know him. Uh, Isa Morales, uh, such a good villain. He's the one who's going toe-to-toe with on top of the train. Yeah. Um, and wearing the white suit. He played uh, Deathstroke in Titans, DC Titans, and he's oh, okay. probably one of the very few good things about that series. Um, but yeah, brilliant villain. You've also got that, I can't say her name, but Mantis actress from Guardians, Pom uh, Clementif. Oh, yeah. You see her with the sword at one point. Yeah. I'm hearing she's fantastic in this. Good. I like Cannot that. wait. I think Tom would demand that of his co-stars. <laughs> yeah. He says, if I'm driving a bike off a cliff... Well, I want to, and I love it. Yeah. You're doing some sword work, Gil. 100%. Yeah. Speaking of Mr. Cruz, I am so... You mentioned something good on the podcast about John Wick. When I was, when I was doing the notes there, I remember what you said. When we were doing our John Wick podcast, uh, John Wick 4, Chapter 4, go check it out. Really good breakdown and a fucking good movie. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, Connor mentioned that I think, even though there's loads of these action movies, um, Equalizer, uh, Nobody with Bob Odenkirk, when someone really commits to the role, I think that does filter through to the audience. Yeah. And like Keanu Reeves, when you're watching him do this, although he's, do you want to do your best impression of Keanu Reeves? I'm going to need a gun. <laughs> <laughs> the voice helped, the croaky uh, voice helped. That is exactly what he is. So although he's not the greatest actor, yeah. he gets away with it because he puts his heart and soul into, now Tom Cruise is a better actor than Keanu Reeves, yeah. but when you know he's doing this big massive jump scene with a bike, um, we watched the behind the scenes of it. It looks fantastic. So I'm so eager to see this. Yeah. Because no CGI, etc. That's the thing. Everything you see him do, you know, oh, he's doing that. And that definitely adds to the audience. Yeah. If it doesn't, you're a robot. You're, you're kind of risk. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we cannot wait. A little heads up. Uh, the week before that comes out, which it comes out on July 12th, the podcast before that will be doing a Mission Impossible Saga rankings from the very worst to the very best. And we'll go into them in a bit more detail and mm. we'll see where this one's going to end up. Uh, now, next on, two more to go. Uh, this one, Con, I had no idea was coming out. So I'm just going to get your initial reaction. The yeah. creator. Yeah. Fucking good. It looks really it good. Looks really it really good. I think it was described as in our group chat, the first half just Terminator. Yeah. And it basically is. I've seen it. You're, you're absolutely right. A lot of people are saying that online. But my defense to that um, is there's so many sci-fi movies. Yeah. Um, even Star Wars, for God's sake, is a, we've mentioned it before, is a bit of a rip-off of Dune, the book Dune. So yeah. it's there's so many similarities. So it's really hard with sci-fi movies. But you are right, everyone. 
it does feel like a copy. People are quoting it to... Do you remember District 9, that movie? Oh, yeah. It's such a good movie, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a bit similar to that. The Terminator, as you just said, a bit all meshed into one. But John David Washington, why haven't we not seen him more? He's really good, isn't he? <laughs> he's really I mean, Tenet is fantastic. <laughs> In this film, is he a AI or is no, he a I, human? No, no, I think he's a human. And <laughs> they're, they're sort of... A th- it looks like, because the poster, it looks like there's a robot... F- farmer like farmer so it looks like it's in a post-apocalyptic futuristic world yeah um where and i'll just a quick mention gareth edwards the rogue one director and you can tell because it looks fantastic yeah just like rogue one did one of the best looking star wars movies um yeah so i think he is trying to get this kid which i think is an ai kid yeah, I think yeah. he's got no ears. It? That's it, yeah. yeah. no, And so I think he's trying to get them, to get her to a hub or whatever to, to save humanity. So I think there is bad AI in this, but yeah. I think there's also good AI or, or whatever it is. So um, he's definitely human, I believe, or it could be a twist. He might not be. Yeah, it could be. But he just, I was thinking of Tenor, and he really actually, I know he had the support of Mr. Robert Pattinson, but, um, <laughs> Robert Pattinson, <laughs> but he did hold that movie for me. Yeah, he did. He he commanded the movie. Yeah, yeah. commanded. That's a that's a better word. Yeah. Even though we'd never seen him or heard from him before. I think his dad was in my mind. And I thought, you're like your, I feel like your dad. <laughs> you're good. Yeah. And he was. So he is good uh, and cannot <laughs> wait for it. Um, looks brilliant. So uh, again, I'm going to throw this over to Connor because Connor messaged me and I can't remember exactly what he said, but I think he said, I'm all over that yeah. about this movie. So uh, just for everyone else, it's Killers of the Flower Moon. This has been in in the works and waiting for this for so, so long. I think it got a lot of delays and stuff like that. I don't know if you remember, there's one image of Leonardo DiCaprio and the woman, and it's been the only image of the movie for the last, like, two years. Yeah. So when everyone's talking about Martin Scorsese's next movie, it's that fucking image. Yeah. We've now got a full trailer. Yeah. What did you think? When I saw Leo and I heard Scorsese, I was instantly hooked. I'm trying to think back to the trailer. What is the story of this film? So, uh, I don't know about the history, but I've read up on it because I was very interested. Yeah. It's about the Asagi murders. Yes. I may have pronounced that wrong. Yes, yes. Um, and so it's it's sort of half on a true story, but not, and they're basically doing a true crime series turned into a film. Yeah. So I think in between 1910 and 1930, these Native Americans just randomly started dying. Yeah. Really, really mysteriously. But then I think also some of the white town folk also started to die, which is why in the trailer he keeps going, can you see the wolves in this picture? So, yeah, someone was murdering these people. Yeah. And I don't think it's ever been, I might be wrong, but I don't think it's ever been um, found out who it is, which is why it's now up for do what you want with the movie. Ah, uh, Scorsese will find out. Scorsese will. If anyone can, Scorsese will. <laughs> but yeah, I think this is, having Leo back on my, I'll have Leo any day of the week on my yeah. screen. And with Scorsese as well. And Robert De Niro. Yeah, De Niro. I see a picture of them too. It was um, a video of De Niro and DiCaprio. And that just looks so cool. It's probably at Cannes Festival. It was. Yeah, yeah, it was. That just looks so cool. Fucking cool. I mean, they're his go-to guys. Oh, yeah. For all movies. Um, Now, it got a nine-minute standard ovation uh, at Cannes Festival. Um, How do you applaud for nine minutes? Yeah, who, yeah. when do you think uh, I'll do? I hate these festivals because these film festivals, Cannes and, and all the others, because it gets, I'll see all these nine minute, five minute, seven minute applause. Like how awkward for the cast. Yeah. Like I there's think... a bit where Leon DiCaprio is just going and nodding. It's like after like four minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but like Leo should be like, when they're clapping, he's like, yeah, I know it's good. I made it and Scorsese yeah. directed it. And De Niro's in it. I know it's good. We're right. fine. Yeah, cut down, um, so that's it. It is, this might deter you though, Connor. Ooh. I, I believe it's Scorsese's longest movie. Three hours and 26 minutes. That has put me off. That has put me off because a story like that cannot run for that long. It, that Oh, it's going to be snooze. I had to mention it. I didn't want to mention it because you're looking really excited and happy. But three hours and 26 minutes. And I'll be honest... Scorsese, I'm very hit and miss with Mr. Scorsese. Yeah. I'm very aware that he is one of the greatest directors to ever have lived. I get that. But um, The Departed and Wolf of Wall Street, two iconic, brilliant, perfect movies. Yeah. But a, a lot of his stuff, I mean, I tried The Irishman. I don't know if you did. No, I didn't <sighs> try it. Got an hour into it, and I was thinking there's still about nine hours left. Yeah. Um, no, just, it's, yeah, <laughs> a lot of his movies can be a little bit long, and, um, and I know he goes really in depth, like, 
But I, I just, I can't see, I'm a bit like you, Con. This is a, a true crime thing that's going on for three hours and 26 minutes. Yeah, and I think in the days of like TikTok and YouTube and attention spans aren't very long no. for RT films. If you've got action... RT, but yeah, I know exactly yeah. what you mean, yeah. If you've got action, you can sit through it. But if you've got, if it's a lot of talking, a lot of story-driven, three, hour, three and a half hours, people think, this is a bit snoozed. It yeah. might be a, a Netflix job. Take a break, come back. Yeah. Take a break, come back. It's a, I completely agree with that. I think they're looking at it and, and probably saying, well, we've got Robert De Niro and Leo DiCaprio. They'll keep you um, entertained. And I'm sure they will. They probably will. But three hours and 26 minutes. It's, yeah. I don't think any movie should be... I don't think any movie should be hit free up three hours, if I'm honest with you. I don't either. I don't think any movie should. But if it does, like you say, when you have... Whether it's Avatar recently was, was three hours or Endgame or something like that, you have big action or you have big spectacle in terms of visuals like yeah. Avatar provided. So you are getting a little bit more out of it. Okay, yeah, you're not having Leonardo DiCaprio. He's better than all those actors combined in those movies, but... Dialogue kind of hooks Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Um, but any, anyway, we are excited. We definitely will watch it October <laughs> 6th, as I said. Uh, right. Oh, God, it's there. we're there already, Con. Oh, blimey. It's Fast X. Oh. Okay. This is the first of a three-part trilogy. We're breaking it down, pointing out some things you may have missed, then scoring it out of 10. Uh, we're just going to get into spoilers in a second. Connor will hit the sound for you because it's been out. And quite frankly, I think it's going to be so hard to do non-spoilers because the movie has so much to talk about. Yeah. Uh, box office, US opening $67 million. Quite bad. Yeah, that is quite It's low. actually the seventh worst of the Fast Saga. Oh. it's And it's been dipping film by film since like Fast 6. So the the phrase fuels running low is a pun yeah. and also correct. That's very good. On the, on the franchise. So I'm, I'll be shocked. I'm going to make a, an assumption that's not doing a three-part trilogy. I yeah. think that'll do a part two and end the saga. Yeah. Um, it did, however... Pull in 250 million internationally, which is fantastic. So about 320 overall weekend, really good. Um, obviously, word of mouth will be will be key on this to see if it actually starts doing well. And I don't think it's going to make a billion though. Nowhere near that. I don't think. Will that be the first one? No, I feel, no. A couple of them have made a billion. Uh, oh, okay, billion dollars. Fast Seven, I think, made a billion dollars. Um, Fast Five or Six as well. Uh, they was that was when they were hitting quite good run, yeah. And then sort of fast eight, nine, and now ten. And we're going to get into it, yeah. Um, budget of a whopping three hundred and forty million. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, they lost Justin Lin, director Lewis Lettier, come on board. A whole mess. We've gone over it on this podcast before, um, and it's just absolute balloons of three hundred and forty mil. Okay, we're going to have to get into it, Con. I've tried to deter it for now, but it's spoilers. Yeah, time goes in the description. Yada yada yada. Yada yada yada. You've been warned, but I'm sure if you if you haven't seen the movie, you just want to have some fun, then stay on and listen because you're gonna think, what the fuck are they talking about? Yep. Right. Let's start with Momoa. I think it's probably address the elephant in the room because I don't know how you feel about it. And mm. I've got a feeling we're gonna be different. Um who is he, Connor, first of all? Why is he the villain? Momoa, so in fast was it eight? Five. Yeah. God, that long ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. In fast five. Ten years ago, this is like back in Brazil, yeah. the bank heist. <laughs> he is the son of the man who was the owner of all the money. And the Indeed, bank Mr. Reyes. Yeah, so he is the son, the nutty <laughs> mental son, who... We didn't was, see in the movie for some reason. Yeah, he, he was there that whole time, but we didn't see him in the movie Fair for some enough. reason. But yeah, that's who he is. He's, a, he's just a psychopath. Yeah, uh, and uh, like Connor said, uh, that bridge scene where um, the car gets flipped off, he's there in the water. <laughs> And now he's reenacting re- revenge on Dom and the whole family um, because they killed his dad, Reyes. His name is Dante. Um, now, I'm going to throw this right out there yeah. because I want to put myself on a pedestal to see if I get knocked down. I think he was brilliant. Okay. Um, and I think he was probably the best, no, sorry, the best thing in the movie. Um, maybe one of the only good things <laughs> in the movie, but we're going to get right into it. I did. Loved it. He was a camp Heath Ledger joker and I yeah. think it worked. Uh, I agree. Oh, what the uh, fuck? It was the best thing coming out of the movie. Now, I'm issuing a public apology because I said in this podcast, well, I don't know what, a month I ago. I remember. I remember. Yeah, I said, I don't think he's going to be a good villain. I don't think he can play a villain. He was fantastic. No way. I'm, honestly, Con, I'm so surprised. So for yeah. regular listeners, you'll understand, Con has not always been the biggest fan no, of Jason Momoa. Um, and obviously this one, if you haven't seen the movie or if you have, you'll understand what we're saying. He really goes to town on it yeah 
Um, and I'm just really shot. I'm, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, he's charismatic. Showcase what he can do. Ruthless. You did fear him a bit. He was like, fucking, he's just ruthless. Unpredictable. Yeah. There's a one scene I'm going to mention now. We're going to get into specific scenes a little later, but there's one scene I want to mention now because I found out today Universal wanted to cut it because it was too dark. Mm. You're probably going to know what I'm talking about. It's the scene where he's painting toenails yeah. on someone and he's in a robe and he's drinking cocktails. Um, and it turns out it's two dead guys with like blood in their eyes wide open. Yeah. Very fucking dark. I, I was shocked. Holly was like, what is going on here? This is the fast. And it's improv as well. It wasn't oh, scripted. It? Yeah. So when he's doing the nails and he's um and he's chatting to the person who he, I quite liked that about him. I don't know if you noticed throughout the movie he kept chatting to his sometimes alive bodyguards and sometimes dead. Yeah, and they wouldn't speak to him because obviously they're instructed not to. But he would answer for them. Yeah, like at the start we're going to get onto the Rome scene in a minute. He goes, uh, "What should we blow up then?" And he goes, "The Vatican." Oh God, uh, you, yeah. you are you are, you are mental, but okay. <laughs> and it's like. Yeah, really worked, and yeah. I liked it. You could tell how he was a bit... It wasn't all there as well, that, yeah. I guess it. But that scene was dark. It was so... I can understand why they thought about cutting it, if I'm honest. Yeah. Glad they didn't. But for the PG-12, whatever it is, uh, yeah, on the line. Pushing boundaries. <laughs> yeah. Um, right, again, before we get into characters, I think the best thing to talk about here, because this is the sole scene that splinters off all the people to try and make an Infinity War movie, because that's exactly what they tried. Yeah. Agreed? Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> 100% agreed. Uh, okay, so we head to the city of Rome, as Roman has got details of a heist that he thinks is from the CIA, but it's actually a trap from yeah. Dante Reyes. Uh, now, Connor, I've just put here, can you please explain? Yeah. Uh, what's going on in this scene in Rome? What's going on? Um, do you know the game Rocket League? <laughs> How did I not think of Rocket League? This is basically Rocket League. It's football Fuck. with cars. So in this truck that uh, Ludacris' character, I don't care what his name Tej, is. Tej, but yeah, Tej whatever he's name. And Roman, and the other woman. And Ramsey. Yeah, yeah, they're in this truck. And in the truck is a bomb. Why is it so big? I know, it's massive. It's a big round bomb. A nuclear, I think. Yeah, everyone would just see, or anyone else would think, what the fuck is that ball? But Tej, aka Ludacris, knows exactly the name, the model, the st- everything about it, hydrogen, blah, 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 yeah, blah, bomb. Yeah. So that's in the truck. Um, basically, what they're, what Dante is doing is wants to frame them to like terrorists, so they're most wanted in the world. That's it, right. To suffer, because he wants do- uh, Dom to suffer. Yeah. Um, the bomb's released from the truck. And they just go on and just start knocking about with their cars, trying to deter it from the Vatican. Do you know what I've, I just found? I was in the I was in the theatre. I was watching it on, um, on my own, actually. <coughs> I haven't done that in ages, watched a film on my own in cinema. It was really weird. Um, but yeah, as Connor said, they, they managed to stop the truck, but then Dante just laughs and goes, well, I guess we'll have to um, free ball it. And then the, the ball comes out of the truck. Yeah. But how, how would he... How would it reach the Vatican... <laughs> Yeah. Because it rolls for so long as if it's being guided. Yeah. And I've been to Rome a couple of times. You've been before as well. I have been Rome. It's not that hilly. I'm sure it's not that hilly. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of it is quite like I calm I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, as Connor said, it rolls and rolls and rolls. And Dom is playing Rocket League trying to stop this from doing it. Oh, yeah. And then the, the, the ball stops and it manages to stop. Yeah. But then an exploding car rolls down Carries and knocks it like as if you know one of them uh tiktoks where someone does like a domino and it goes and it hits a ball and then it swings oh, yeah. around and it's like how did how, how was that planned how did he know yeah. to get that uh, it was just a f- absolute mess and there was a cgi bit where dom reverses downstairs looked awful oh yeah did you, did you remember that bit yeah oh. yeah yeah um but i did like Gotta bring something I did like. Ooh. I did like driving and going through the city of Rome because I think it was on on location in fairness. Yeah. Um Letty and Dante were doing a, a bike race and it looked quite cool going through. Yeah. Um but yeah, they, they managed to stop stop the bomb from getting to the Vatican because what did oh. he do, Con? So we're on a bridge. And they love a bridge. Dom in his quick thinking sees a crane that's <laughs> facing the wrong way, so decides to crash into that crane. Attached to the crane, by the Spin way. Spin it round. Spin it round, hit the ball so it goes into the river, and then Dom's back on the bridge. What I will say is what I liked. Yeah. The explosion looked fantastic. It did look brilliant. Yeah. Really, really good. And I was pleased with that. But then preceding the explosion, which was brilliant, you've got me now. When the aftershock, 
when the aftershots come in and all the cop cars are flying everywhere, but Dom's car is just a little wiggle, but it's fine. He gets away. Uh, what the fuck? Why did you not know that Dom's charge-up Mustang, whatever it fucking is, can outrun a nuclear blast? Of course he can. That's your problem, yeah, Connor, for sorry. not knowing the game. Sorry. Uh, no, I agree with Connor. The, the explosion <laughs> looks brilliant. The Vatican setting looks brilliant. Yeah. Um, but as Connor said, I know you have to dispend belief in these movies, but the crane bit followed by him outpacing a nuclear blast. Yeah, don't take the piss. Yeah. <laughs> just don't take the piss out of us. We, we'll give you a little bit, but you're taking a lot. Don't do it to us. <laughs> oh, just snorted. For God's sake, I need to try and get myself together. Right. Okay, so after it all goes tits up in Rome, it's all gone. Yeah. Tits up. Uh, the crew are framed for it. Dante's plan has worked. Yeah. Uh, and the, the crew is completely scattered. Letty is captured by the CIA. Dom is on the run. And Roman, Tedge and Ramsey escape to London <laughs> via a shipping container. Now, Connor, do you find this movie funny? Um, bits and bobs. Would you say how much percentage-wise lands for you? 5%. <laughs> <laughs> a, I'm going to be honest I struggled with a lot of the humour other than yeah. take away um, Momoa's Dante humour because I found that really enjoyable that's what I enjoyed um, I'm just going to explain a couple of preceding scenes here and you can stop me at any point and yep. we're going to go through it so Tedge Ramsey and um, Roman they walk out of the shipping container in London now yeah um, and complaining about the smell of the cologne did they smash the shit up out of all the cologne yeah because it's packaged yeah, and it's all over the place. That's true. Why are you smelling? I thought this in the cinema. Yep. And I thought, surely you got in the container and just sat down. Yeah, it's all contained. It's a, it's contained in a container. So why is it all everywhere on There's the floor? There's glass everywhere. Yeah, that's true. Did they just start going, what's in this? What's this smashing shit about? And then like, you know, and he's, he's spraying himself, Roman, he comes out. Well, I don't know what y'all are thinking. It smells nice. Yeah. I'm like, what? Is it? I don't know what that... That was like a gay southerner. Yeah, it was. I don't know what that That was a Roman. (laughs) (laughs) That was not Roman. I can't do Roman Pierce, right? Sue me. (laughs) But yeah, anyway, I let that go. Yep. And then proceeded the scene, which I know you're going to remember because of the cameo. Um, They go to the internet cafe. They need some hardware. Connor's put his hand on his head. I've lost him. (laughs) I've lost him already. I know what's coming. Uh, So Pete Davidson is the owner of this cafe. Yeah. This internet cafe. Um, And then Tedge Roman... (laughs) are back and forth, quipping at each other, like they've been doing for the past seven movies or whatever. And then they have like a toddler fight on the floor. Yeah. Really stupid. Yeah. Um, Han gets high off a muffin. <laughs> yeah, he's like weird shapes and that. Is re- but then puts the muffin on top and suddenly his hallucinations are going. <laughs> yeah. That'll do it. Just reverse it. Uh, it's on the packaging. You could just do that and reverse it. Um, and then Roman, I need you to help explain. What's he throwing up in the air? I have no idea. It makes is it no cocaine? sense. I don't get it what it is. I don't know, because he does it twice. <laughs> he does it to um, Pete Davidson as well. Just dust in the air. Or chalk, I don't know. I don't understand what he's doing. He's never done that in any movie. Yeah. I, I've watched him recently again. He's never done that, so I don't know what's going on. That scene for me just looks like we just want to have fun on set. And yep. I, I saw a review, someone said, I can't remember who it was, so apologies, um, someone say that I think it might have been BD actually. Um, anyway, and basically saying I felt like a lot of the cast were having more fun in the movie than I was as an audience member. Yeah, which was felt quite weird at times, and that was one of the times I didn't find any. Did you find anything in that scene? Not one bit. I think Pete Davidson said, "Let me be in it." <laughs> and I was like, "All right, let's do this scene." Then it was, it was, that, it was rubbish. It was pointless as well. I, I was just thinking that. I know they needed hardware to track down things but it could have been done in such a better way or we didn't need to see it yeah we didn't need to see didn't that didn't need to see that did we no anyway um, I just thought I'd mention that because it's it's a clear comedy scene <coughs> that I don't think landed but anyway no. I'm going to talk about something good but hilarious now yep um, see if you agree with me so Cypher and Letty are imprisoned in a facility <laughs> yeah uh, in the Antarctica I believe yeah they are they're tied up um, and uh, before they escape How they escape is just baffling. And tell me if I read it wrong. Um, So they're laid down on chairs, uh, on sort of like beds, and their hands are tied by their waist, just like you usually are in like a hospital or a psychiatric ward. Yeah. Um, Now, Cypher, she's a tech genius. Everyone's aware of that. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows it. it. You know that? Yeah. Holly's now watching, uh, looks like... Criminal Minds? No. 
uh, that's se- I don't know, that seventy show or something. Oh, oh. No, it's Comedy Central, <laughs> um, right? So she knows it. Yep, everyone knows it. Everyone knows Cipher it. is a tech villain. So what did the uh, facility do, Connor? I'll just put it next to a touch screen, <laughs> just so she could hack into it. No, no trouble. I mean, she escaped from the table pretty easily as well. So let's just let's just confirm that <coughs> for listeners who saw the movie. Just want a reminder, or if you haven't seen the movie. Sci-fi tech genius is laying down, and by her hand on this bed is a touch screen pad that she can reach. <laughs> yep, and she manages to change the filter of the air airwaves into a knockout gas. Yeah, somehow, and she can't see what she's tapping. By the way, oh, yeah. she can't see what she's doing, but somehow she knows that's what to press. I didn't even think <laughs> of that part. That's where the movie. I, I'm. By the way, I am a massive fan of this franchise. Connor, even though he's a big film fan, has never been other than the first one. Yeah, other than the first yeah. one and Tokyo uh, Drift. And Tokyo Drift. Weirdly likes that <laughs> yeah. movie. Um, he's never been a massive fast franchise guy. I have. I love them so much. I adore them. But I have well lost my way with eight, nine, and ten now. Yeah. And this scene is what annoys me about the fast franchise. There's, there's been some brilliant writing in the past in this saga. That's just so lazy. Yeah. The whole script was lazy, I think. It, the, the whole di- story the dialogue was dialogue as well. I was like five year old dialogue. <laughs> it actually was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, back to that scene. I'm going to go on something good now. I felt like Michelle Rodriguez and Charlize Theron's fight, which they proceed to get into after they escape from the touchscreen pad. Yeah. Um, I thought that was br- quite brutal. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I like that. Fight. Like smashing through the glass, etc. Yeah. It's a shame you saw a lot of it on the trailer, but yeah. <laughs> I, I did like that. Oh, Connor, sure. I'm, I'm trying, guys, but Con, if Connor's going to give reasonable and logical explanations to things, then I ain't got to come back. Yeah, I apologize. Uh, we did see a lot of it in the trailer. That's absolutely correct. Yeah. Um, okay, I think we should mention it. We're in spoilers. We're going to mention it now because it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, we're in Antarctica. They escape out of Antarctica. Yep. Um, Gal Gadot's Giselle has survived from Fast and Furious 6 and is a submarine captain now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, just a reminder, she... Fell off a plane, <laughs> moving at high speeds. Yeah, on that on that ninety four mile runway. Yeah, into a uh, concrete tarmac. She should be scraped off the tarmac, <laughs> but she's fine. Not a scratch on her. Her face looks super smooth. The cars were going a minimum of a hundred mile an hour. Yep. So there's no surviving that one. No, but it's fast and furious. That's where I wash my hands with the whole thing. Would you know what this is? Tell me, tell me if you agree. We're gonna let's be a little bit serious now to see what why the franchise might be losing its legs. Um, what annoys me, Infinity War and and, and Marvel, they they done big deaths. You yeah. know, we lost everyone at the end, half the people at the end of Infinity War. Maybe we're gonna get them back. Of course, we knew that, but and other people die along the way. Um, and I just feel like there's no stakes or emotional stakes in this movie because yeah. everyone just keeps fucking coming back. Yeah, exactly. I was about to say that. There's no stakes. And we get a bit at the end. I don't know if we go into it. Do it. Now. Go for it. So at the end, I won't give it the whole end just now, but the plane crashes, which Tedge, uh, Han, Roman, and Ramsey are on. The plane crashes. In my cinema, there was a collective gasp. Why? I said, don't worry, they're not dead, are yeah. they? And if they are, they're coming back in. Anyway. That's a really good uh, segue. That's exactly of an emotional scene that's been uh, we've been deprived of yeah. because of how they've handled the franchise pretty much the whole saga, but extremely of late. Yeah. So you're robbed of those emotional moments. You know they're going to, yeah, turn to your people in next year and go, don't worry. They're fine. They'll be back. Yeah. They'll get out of the burning plane and be like, oh, God, blimey, what happened there? Um, but yeah, so Giselle Gal Gadot is back. <laughs> um, obviously... PC's been rebooted, so she needs a bit of a kick, oh, yeah. uh, just as someone else does, and we're going to get into that post-credit scene later. Uh, well, coming up soon, actually. But also, Giselle, message Han. Yeah, drop him a line. Let him know you. He's been miserable for years. Yeah, just I'm all right, babe. By the way, I'm just in Antarctica in a submarine. Uh, I've just got to do a bit of you know nautical adventure. <laughs> yeah, but do you know anything about that? No, no, I'll work it out. It's fine. I'll come back to you. Um, right now, now we're going to go through just a couple of uh, character story arcs because they're all over the shop. Yeah. So we're going to talk Mr. John Cena and B, I think he's called. Little B. Little B. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of their story arc? Did you like it? Um, I've got a little soft spot for John Cena, especially oh, okay. after Peacemaker. So I did like John Cena in it, but he was silly. Yeah. So like the film before, he was a ruthless... Fucking so ruthless. And he was horrible. It's not the same character. I've put that down no, here. It's, it's not, not the same character. Change it. And now he's in like a yellow jumper with shorts and he says, um, need gas or something <laughs> like that. He's just, he's just a clown. He's just John Cena now. With yeah. A, like a, with a young fan. Yep. Um, so again, yeah, it, it's really hard. 
I know you're supposed to just try and have fun, but it is really hard to ignore the fact that although we're just having fun in the cinema, you've just completely changed a character who was a you know a big time villain in the last movie. Yeah, and you're just chopping and changing without you can't really catch up to it, and it doesn't make sense. Um, but yeah, uh, bees committing murders. Yeah, casually and casually. high-fiving and laughing about it. <laughs> and I was saying to her, Holly, they made a big error calling Brian because they couldn't say Brian, so they had to go with Little B. Yeah. It was so jarring. It was really jarring. You know, little B. Yeah, always Little B. Yeah. Just, just call him Paul. That'd be <laughs> Easy. Yeah. Easy. Uh, back to the murder scene. Um, so they've, they've got a cannon car. Yep. Um, looks good. Again, Fast and Furious do good explosions. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do do good Can't explosions. Can't knock them in explosions. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't really sure how that makes sense because surely they weigh a lot. <laughs> yeah, the car must be. It was about eighty. It's yeah, the car must be weighed down. What is it? The suspension? Like I can absolutely dobs. Yeah, no, yeah. Got dom, the, dom, sus- dom. <laughs> the suspension must be good in that car. Yeah, it must be um, fantastic. Anyway, yeah, I just John John <laughs> Cena just jarred me. That's another thing. Later on in the movie, he sacrifices himself. Yeah, there is no way he's dead. No way. He's not going to be dead. They're not going to pass up Rock and the Cena in the same movie, are they? No. Well, that's one of them I thought, is he dead because Rock's coming back? But I thought, no, because I think Vin Diesel wants absolutely everybody in this film. Yeah. So he's not going to kill anyone He wants off. his end game. Yeah. Yeah. He wants his big moment. He's done like an Infinity War. He wants now end game. Everyone comes because they're all scattered. He needs them all, the crew from all past movies. Yeah. Jason Statham, who we meet, is in this movie. He'll have a bigger part to play in the next one. Then they all combine the Rock, etc. And then they defeat Dante. Yeah. That's what he's gearing up for. I also think they're going to bring Paul Walker back. I think they're as well, because yeah. they can do that. They right? can do that. He's, they've done it with the brother and the CGI of, yeah. of uh, Paul Walker's brother. They're definitely doing Brian, because like, Brian is at home with the kids. There's only so much that can go on before Brian's got to get involved. Obviously, we know Paul Walker's passed away, but in the story, they've not killed him off. Yeah, someone's got to be saying, where the fuck is Brian? <laughs> Can someone get him? Because he's kicking off here. And he's, he's a good... He was a massive part of the That's team. Him. He was... Like, him and Dom were the main two. Yeah. Brian's the actual, like, st- like the one with all the experience in the FBI and stuff like that. Um, and also, his wife's nearly dying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't understand why they don't even have, like, a phone conversation with Paul, like yes. Brian. And just... Call, no, I'd love to hear him speak yeah. him. Just say, oh, Brian, please, can you fucking do something? Have him in the sort of movie, yeah. yeah. Um, end on their little story now, um, John Cena and, and Little B. Um, the, the the little plane, the, the little plane that drops out of the plane that was a canoe. Yeah, and, and a trapdoor on a commercial plane, by the way. Let's, oh, yeah. Let's remember that. Uh, and they got it through security. Yeah. Uh, uh, the little touching note, the, the woman, the air hostess, is Paul Walker's daughter. In That's real nice. Life. Yeah, yeah, it's really nice. Um, okay, let's move on. Uh, coming to an end now, and I just thought I'd mention this. Uh, Brie Larson and Alan Richson are in the movie. Uh, I'm a big fan of both of those. Alan Richson, I'm not sure you've seen uh, the new Reacher series on Prime. No, I haven't watched it. Uh, big guy, isn't he? Massive. Massive guy. He's massive. Um, uh, so, yeah, Brie Larson. <coughs> I just want to say, I don't really... F- I thought them two, as much as they're good, that felt really poor storyline. Yeah. The new agency going after... Um, uh, Dominic Toretto Brie Larson is the daughter of Kirk Russell's nobody and they just try to basically without any setup, have the same relationship that Kirk Russell had with Vin Diesel really 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 forced and mixed uh, and then I thought the reveal of Alan Richardson being uh, his name was Ames I think in the yeah. in the film the reveal of him being the baddie and the partner to Dante helping didn't feel like a massive oh my god no I was like oh, is he Right. Oh, probably, yeah, probably. Yeah, probably is. And I saw on Twitter today, <laughs> you know the flashback? <laughs> this film. It's <laughs> fucking mental. You're going to laugh at this, God. Yeah. You know the flashback uh, that shows Fast and Furious 5 at the very beginning of the movie? Yeah. And you see Reyes walking with Dante and they're talking. And obviously you see it later on that Alan Richardson was there in his blue suit. He's actually still there in the first clip. And in some loads of people, I didn't clock it. In fairness, and I, I know Alan Richardson, big. He was in Smallville as well, so I know him very well. Yeah. Um, but he's fucking massive. Bear in mind, and he's there in the thingy. So everyone was like, "Well, I know Alan Richardson's in the movie, and I know it wouldn't have been John Cena." So there's only so many big guys in this movie. Yeah. So a lot of people are going, "That's Alan Richardson." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Put him somewhere else. 
Put me in another room. Or just put him in the second clip. Or yeah, yeah or just let him room. walk in and go like... Hey. But I saw a lot of people, as I watched another thing this morning, a lot of people going, yeah, like, it was so obviously Alan Richmond because in this movie, there's a there's only about two or three six foot five yeah. bodybuilders and he's one of them. Yeah. And he's blonde. Uh, so yeah, really stupid idea. It, like we said earlier, lazy. Lazy. Yeah. Just lazy. So, so lazy. And it's such a shame because they had such good moments in this saga. Um... I'll end it on something good then before we go to the post-credit scene and then we end up with our scoring. Um, the, I thought the Brazil scene was quite cool. Yeah, I was going to bring that up as well. And we're, we're not exactly, um, you know, you know, we're not cool guys here, but I am going to say it had a lot of ass. Yeah, ass and, <laughs> ass and dancing. Ass dancing. And cars. And cars. And that's the foundation this saga was built on. And do you know what? I'm going to bring it down a tad because I really like this scene and it got me excited. It felt like... Fast and Furious, like, this is brilliant. Yeah. And then we was going to get a street race. I thought, we're getting a race. We're getting a, All I want is a race. Yeah. It wasn't a proper race. It wasn't a proper race. It's really annoying. <laughs> it was so annoying. Uh, but they did manage to harness it for a little bit. Um, I loved Dante in that moment when he was stroking the guns. Yeah. Of his, and he was wearing this such a camp outfit. I loved it. Everything about it and the way he was leaning out the car and... The yeah. carpets match the drapes. The carpets match. That's it. Yeah. That was a really good joke. So yeah, he was just he was brilliant, and he was really engaging every time he was on the screen. So yeah. fair play, Jason Momoa. Um, right, com. Is there anything? Uh, I mean, let, maybe let's end it before we go on to the score. Um, that driving down the dam was one of the most fucking ridiculous things I've seen yeah. in in Hollywood. Defies the laws of gravity for one. <laughs> yes. And um, I only realised yesterday when I was out with uh, Craig, he went West Ham with Luke. He said, when the two tankers blew up, why didn't the, the bombs explode as well? <laughs> that were on the dam. And they might have been a bit lower, but someone might have triggered them. Yeah. Think, hey, what? It's a chain reaction. Why did it all go off? But yeah, the, it was cool to see, but it was just too far. It's, it's getting too far yeah. fetched. Like, this is just not believable. Anymore. And it was quite grounded, the story, compared to some, you know, the recent ones like Fast 9 going to space. It was yeah. quite, felt quite grounded. Yeah. But that just went well over and above what it should have been. And then they they managed to miss all the rocks as well. Did you know oh, yeah. when it went in? But yeah, um, I don't know what more to say about this movie, Connor. If I'm honest with you, yeah, it's tough. I'm I'm obviously we're going to watch the the finale of the the part two. Whether it's a part three, we don't know. We'll watch it, but they really, really, really need to try and get some good writing going. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to I might clip that for God's sake. Um, anyway. <clears throat> Obviously, we're going to watch it, but they need to get the dialogue and the story up to scratch yeah. um, because they can get good actors. We know they can. There's Oscar winners in this, for God's sake. Yeah. Um, but they've got to sort out that fucking story. Um, so, for, over to you, Con. Score out of 10. Oh, see, uh, when I come out, I think I gave it a five because I thought it's just... Meh. Yeah, it's just meh. I don't know whether to drop it down to a four. I think I might drop it down to a four, but my moral was fantastic in it. The action was good, and it wasn't all bad. Yeah, it's just I think I'm just a bit sick of it. I think yeah. I'll give it five. I'm gonna give Do it. You know five. what? I think I was I, I was debating whether to go lower, but I think that might be a little bit harsh. Yeah, um, I'll give it a five. I don't think it's a good movie. No, I don't think it's a bad movie. Hence why we're in that middle there of a five out of ten. Jason Momoa brings it up because he is a he's a different villain. Yeah, he's not gonna. And what I like about him, he's, he's definitely not gonna go good. So, like, we've had it with Jason Statham, we've had it with Charlize Theron, Luke Luke Shaw, um, yeah. sorry, Luke Evans, the baddies coming good and stuff, and it's really great. And he's not, he's just a villain. He's just a horrible, horrible person. He's a villain. Yeah, you got to kill him. So he was good. you got to kill him, like you say. So, yeah, uh, I think we'll, we'll keep it there. Weekly Cut, number five out of ten. Uh, and go and watch it if you're a fan of the Fast franchise. Yeah. If you're not, do not go to see this movie. No, just wait until it comes out for free. Because you can't say it's a good movie. Anyone that tells me it's a good movie, it's not. If you're, You can tell me it's a good movie in the Fast franchise because yeah. you're a big fan of the Fast franchise. Yeah. Do an, an alien coming to see this, that's not a good movie. No, script, acting, anything, <laughs> it's not good. Not good. Right, okay. We're now moving on to our segment, What is on Our Screens? Tell me! I've not got a lot, Mr. T. Never oh, I've never called you that before. Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've only got The Flash season nine. The f- it's ended. It is sad. Grant Gustin's done. Um, obviously, a wobbly season. <coughs> season's in and out. But 
Um, just sad. He was a brilliant Barry Allen, brilliant Flash. Yeah. Um, what have you been watching? Nothing at all. Oh, nah, bloody busy, busy boy. You're back up London. Um, con- yep, fair enough. Yeah. Although I will say, Holly's watching that Queen Charlotte. I think it's Queen Charlotte on Netflix. Bridget and yeah. spin off. She's really enjoying it. To be fair, yeah, why I've never watched Bridget. <clears throat> nah, I don't see the appeal to it. But I think if you like Down and Abbey and all shit like that, you. <laughs> That's, like up your, that's your tea, is it? Yeah, you're, you're like this. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, not much screens. I have been watching a couple of the Fast and Furious um, uh, and obviously some good ones. Like I rewatched Fast 5 today. Uh, Fast Furious 4, such a brilliant one. And 7 with Jason Statham is, is just great. Um, but this this franchise now is becoming a little bit hit and miss where it wasn't. It was a couple, It was like one or two bad yeah. and the rest were pretty good. Yeah. And now 8, and, uh, eight 9 and 10 have leveled the playing field. They're slowly destroying themselves. <laughs> It's a shame. It is a shame. <laughs> yeah. uh, right, it's time for Box of Scraps. Box of Scraps! This is just mine and Connor's segment to end the show of some things that didn't make the top cut mm. but have made it into our scrap segment. Have you got anything? Um, well, I saw this on like, a glance at this. Didn't yeah. read into it. I saw a bone up? Uh, yeah. No, <laughs> I was more oh, you more than glance. Yeah. <laughs> um, I saw that Vin Diesel wants to <clears throat> excuse me, go for an Oscar. What? Fast. Now, I can't... Confirm, but apparently he said it's time for me to like go. For what as Oscar. Dominic Toretto? Yeah, he's acting for us as Dom. He's deluded. He is. I think he is. He is. Yeah, deluded. Uh, I hope that's not true, but I can see it being true. Yeah, I can see uh, I'll it. confirm. Uh, just a couple things to round off for me. Um, Star Wars Galactic Cruiser closes after one year. One billion it cost to make. Uh, I think it was roughly five thousand pounds to stay a night. Yeah. What a cataclysmic. Earlier. That is really bad. Uh, I think Iger's come back and said, this is a shambles. <laughs> get get rid. rid. Yeah, uh, They're doing loads of cuts at the minute, aren't they, Disney? Still yeah. going. Um, and obviously they're at war with DeSantis at the minute. So lo- lots going on over at uh, Florida or Disney, I'm sure. <laughs> Connor's our Disney guy. He's up to date. Yeah. Maybe we'll talk about something like that because that is really big. And it is actually impacting the Disney wider um, industry in terms of their movie making as well, yeah. which we won't get into now. Um, and then lastly, uh, Eyes On, we'll, we'll be tweeting it on uh, Wednesday. Um, even though it's about gaming, uh, it's, there's some big things that could be coming. So PS4 Showcase. Oh, uh, PlayStation, sorry, not PS4. PlayStation Showcase this Wednesday. Possibly GTA. Oh. Um, and most likely, if it's not, the new Spider-Man game. Spider-Man with Miles Morales and stuff. Yeah. That is just fucking the best game ever. That, that yeah. Spider-Man game was so good. Uh, we'll give you updates, but it could be great. Have you seen, just quickly, maybe it's just a chat for off air. Have you seen the rumoured map for GTA 6? It's massive, isn't it? It's like five times yeah. what GTA 5 was. Cannot wait. Uh, but that's it for Scraps. Uh, so that's the show, Mr. Yeah, T. Um, next week, I've got some really good ideas for an episode. A, a big debate at the minute is about the worst comic book adaptations into film, i.e. Vinnie Jones uh, in X-Men yeah. <laughs> on the juggernaut, bitch. Something like that. We've also got all the news. There's more trailers coming. We're here in here at the Weekly Cut, and we'll bring it all to you next week. Uh, but for now, I'd just like to say thank you for listening. Yeah, and thanks for having us in your ears. <laughs>